listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from Brooklyn, New York. Hello, everyone. Happy fall to you. It looks like it's certainly turning. The leaves are not falling yet, but I'm walking through the streets of New York, and the breeze is coming off the water, and I can just feel it. Today is officially the first jacket day. So, looking back at the summer... And taking stock, I just wanted to say thank you guys for your all your comments that have been coming in. Um, this has been a really interesting block for me. I started chapter and verse, and it has completely spawned a whole entire different way of thinking for me, and I'm so excited about it. So taking a look at it, um, I decided to count down the the songs. Basically, there are 13 songs, and I decided to start counting backwards, and I'm learning quite a bit doing that. I wanted to do it in a 13-day block, but something really profound actually happened to me in that I started writing them, and I started discovering quite a bit about myself, and I think that as we observe artists going through their life, um, say you're into David Byrne or David Bowie or... I don't know, Pearl Jam or whoever, it's really interesting to see people grow. And I can tell you that being in the cockpit of this thing, as I'm traveling forward and learning and using different aspects of my creativity, I have to say this is a really rich block. Um, So I've gone from just deciding to talk a little bit about the songs, and man, we're over halfway now. I think we are... The last story that I wrote was, um, okay, there was was Time and Always by My Side, and then, ah, the big story about San Francisco and Georgia Lee. Well, it's now turned into um, me having conversations on the phone with people about potentially doing a book, which is really wonderful for me. It's not a threat at all to the music. Um, Also had discussions recently with my booking agent about touring, and there's a lot to talk about on both sides, but um, I just wanted to say thank you for your comments. And when you leave a comment, um, I might not read them right away, but I do try to pour over them and have a look. And I I think I'm pretty good at getting back to people, especially like the direct messages. Again, I can't always get to them, but there's been a lot of encouragement and a lot of support and a lot of enthusiasm for it. And I didn't even know I could do this. (laughs) Um, I remember once when I was in my early 20s, I moved to San Diego at one point and I had some friends uh, that were moving to other cities. And in my mind, I had this like, sort of fantasy of a typewriter and like an old woody station wagon and um not really doing the like the mall and volleyball kind of san diego but this like i don't know i don't know what i what it's now what what i now would understand to be kind of the hemingway aesthetic um the man you know the man near the sea kind of writing 
but I think I was a little too young, actually. What could I have possibly written about at the time? But uh, it's funny that I'm finding myself here. Um, I just found out that I'm going to have to change apartments. Uh, I've been subletting this place, and it's been a really rich, creative place for me. And I met with a real estate broker, and he showed me a place today. Again, it's like a rental. And he's like, so what do you do? And I said, oh, I'm I'm, uh, I'm an artist, and I'm... Uh, I'm I'm actually writing a lot right now, so it's like it makes it it tickles me because I'm I didn't ever think that I would be writing like this, and uh, for those who are following along with the stories, the Georgia Lee one was really frightening because I don't know what I'm going to write about before I sit down. I I basically poured through thoughts and I try to get a pulse of each topic or concept and when I find one that I think I can really expand on like if you go back to the Roosevelt Island story um, I was talking about that kid Conrad you know and and I was just kind of searching around for um, trying to go back to when I heard these songs and why I liked them and this is uh, you know this would be my sixth record so I think it was time in my career that I wanted to really like be be selective and try something different and um it's yeah when i these people live in the lyrics for me and um when i close my eyes and i sing and stuff i see their faces a lot so um i also wanted to talk a little bit about charles bradley today i think it's been i don't know maybe a week or so maybe a little more since he passed away and i gotta admit you know i wrote this story about him and it really moved me to tears um, just thinking about him. And I, I I said in the story, and I really stand behind it, Charles was the most authentic musician I've ever met. Um, and the more I, I never watched any interviews with him, but now I'm watching them. And it just, it really, it's such a loss for us all because, I don't know, maybe people look towards Bowie as like an innovator and a chameleon and Maybe this was a part of our musical spectrum that we didn't even know was possible. And uh, and there was a need for that, like in our lives. Someone who could be a shapeshifter and androgynous and move through these different um, incarnations, but really poetically and conceptually. I think that there was a need uh, for me, and maybe all of us, um, for Charles Bradley. This is a man that, he was 65 years old. Most people are retiring or have been long been retired. And he's going into his sophomore album. And uh, I'm just really thinking a lot about him. What an inspiration. Uh, I've never seen the movie. There is a film about him if anybody's interested. I don't remember the title of it, but if you, uh, if you so choose, you can investigate and go have a look at it. I've never seen it. I, I think that I that the memory of Charles is like, I have a very special place reserved for him internally. And I don't know if I want much more information. Um, I can only imagine where he's from and what he's been through and having met the guy and hugged him and spent a little time with him. I just really had an impact on me and, and certainly my band. I just wanted to say thank you for your, uh, for your support through, through this September and through August and I just found out something unfortunate. Um, the platform that I'm using to do my podcast is now ending. Their company, I think, has gone under. 
and I think it's become really expensive for them. So just bear with me while I find a different way to broadcast my podcast to you. But um, as in the title, Onward, I certainly will go onward with this because it means a lot to me to be able to talk with you guys. So yes, um, it's been a it's funny. I don't know what it looks like for you guys, but on my side, it's been a really busy month. Um, I'm down to 40 lyric letters left out of quite a, quite a few. And uh, it's been amazing. Singapore, Australia, South Africa, continental Europe, Ireland, Britain, America, um, Canada. There's been so many. It's so cool to write letters. And it's very much, this month has very much been going back to like, who I was. And I I really wish, I don't know if I could have pulled this off earlier because I was really, really needing to get get the album out and get that sorted and, and um, doing it by yourself is sort of a daunting task, but I was really, really in that place. And I'm so thrilled that after festival season that just ended here, what, like five, six weeks ago, that I've gone into this block and I'm really thrilled to explore more um, I, I, it's funny to say this, but I'm a visual artist as well. And I have an art book that I'm working on getting to you guys. I'm talking to publishers now, but, um, <laughs> uh, so what is the term risk adverse? Uh, I don't, I think, um, I, I forget the exact term. Maybe that is it, but somebody was just telling me that basically they don't take a lot of chances with people and, um, it's it's a hard it's hard out there, you know. <laughs> I want to put out some books and I want the film to come out and I want to uh put lots of stuff out, but these things, man, um they take time and it's a funny thing sitting down to write these stories because at first I think I was banging them out in a couple hours, then I think one day it took 5 hours and then I didn't realize what was happening to me um for the first handful of them, but that I was totally exhausted um, for the rest of the day. And then I would wake up the next day and kind of reread it and um, spell check it and kind of try to jostle it around and, and rework it a little bit. And it's just a really interesting thing writing a story. So I just really appreciate you guys bearing with me. This is a completely new medium. I, it's always funny in life because sometimes musicians will like Eminem, you know, went, he did eight mile and he was completely out of his element. Um, or, God, in even worse, <laughs> worse outcome. I think mean, didn't Garth Brooks, Garth Brooks, do a, a alter ego named Chris Gaines or something, and did like this really bad rock record. Artists try stuff; they fall on their face all the time. And in my small little environment here, like I just really appreciate you being there for me. Uh, I don't have a problem when I sit down getting to any like pulp or marrow of the situation there, these are, these are stories that have lived inside me for many years. And it's really interesting. I was saying to a friend, I can't wait to go on tour and I can't wait to play music. I am writing for a new record. I am writing for a new EP, but what is interesting that I will say having, you know, trying to navigate this is whenever I sit down to write a short story, I always get something. Music, it just shows how hard music actually can be. Music can be really easy sitting down, everyone tapping their foot, and you just, you know, you can all jam together fairly easily. But actually sitting down and writing a song of quality, that's a whole different ball of wax. Uh, so, yeah, really interesting. And I'm, I'm enjoying this.
so I just wanted to say thank you guys for everything and we're cruising now into October and I'm feeling really positive about it I, I like I said a little ways back I know there's some people that don't um, do the Facebook the onward group and they they're not engaging in Facebook live so maybe this is like a a vehicle for them to plug in but yes I did see the film I think there's been a couple final tweaks and it's been colored and um, it by the looks of it I mean, it was really impactful and it was you know how it made me feel is it made me feel like I wish everyone had a film um, that that covered their life and um, the good and the bad and the ugly and I wish we all could watch a film before we met say you know, your your new boyfriend or your new girlfriend's parents. Wouldn't it be nice to see their film and have them see your film and everyone just have an understanding of each other? I really felt that when I saw it because, I mean, Todd did an exquisite job at really digging and going way back, like before Pela, before anything, back all the way to like really early, early days. And it's, um, again, I always like to say, in regards to music, you know, no one really knows what their breath smells like. Uh, so if you apply that to music, like I don't know how my songs sound or I don't know how the band played that night or how we were perceived. I don't know if people like this or that. I can only do the best I can. So seeing the film was actually kind of like the closest I think I've been to maybe how other people um, maybe would perceive it because I did actually forget for quite a while during the film that that uh, that guy was me. I was just kind of happy and free to just enjoy it as, as a piece of work. And I really feel great about it. It's, it's very strong work. So with that all said, um, a lot is on the horizon. I'm working through the publishing chats and trying to figure out book world. And it's very new for me. And at the same time, I'm nearing the end of my lyric letters to get them to you. I did put out there to people that if you have um, forgotten or you did not hear it in time, do not be afraid to just write me, explain like the song that you that you really love, um, a little bit about who you are and where you want to send, and please enclose your... Uh, make sure you just have your address in there, and um, I'll get that to you. So I'm going to push through... This is a little bit of a break, and I appreciate you guys. I was trying to do them every day, and then it kind of went every other day, and I was like, whoa, as as like a George, the Georgia Lee thing, we went into the Tenderloin and Ronald Reagan and um, the disruption and the healthcare system in the 60s and that avalanche and snowball into um, a real lack of healthcare for homeless people, and it all comes to a head and bottlenecks in San Francisco and this like sort of grotesque street scenes um, that I lived through as a kid and, and observing that. So if you haven't read the story, check it out by all means. Um, I've gotten a few offers to come play some one-off shows. Um, and both of them are in America, the, the, the ones that I've received recently. So I'm looking into those. And of course, I'm thinking about tour. Um, like I said on some Facebook Lives that I did for the Zen Den crew, um, I've been offered a tour in December, which is in 60 days. It's a, it's a, a noticeably shorter tour. Um, I have the ability to do a longer tour in January. And uh, I think the holidays are kind of disruptive. This is a very weird time of year for uh, touring musicians. So 
I, knowing me, <laughs> I appreciate playing longer shows, uh, having more time to spend with you afterwards and not getting in a bus, I mean a van, a van now, not, no longer bus, but just grinding to the next place because the drive's so long. I'm really trying to make it, like, I'm trying to custom fit this thing so it's like realistic. And I think January might be a better timetable to focus on. Again, really not that far, what, October, November, December, wow. That's like 90 days. So I'll, I'll get on that and keep navigating that whole jungle. Um, and I'm uh, behind the scenes. I'm kind of like I've been doing DIY now for approaching, you know, a year. This time last year, uh, we were two or three shows into our last tour. And it gives me great joy to tell you that Rob's working on a music project right now, producing. And him and Eric have been working together just blocks from my house. So I got to see Rob the other day. Eric is expecting his baby in the next, God, eight weeks or so. And everything's kind of moving along here. Um, I recently got to visit Tom Zovich, the drummer of Pela. I had not been to his house and I'd been away touring all these years, but I went to see him and I, you know, I had this like grown up like feeling when I was at his house that, you know, as painful as it was that Pela ended, look what came out of it. Tom has beautiful twins and his wife and they're very happy and they've got a little bit of property up in Connecticut. So, you know, onward and love everyone around you best you can. Be good, be earnest, work hard and always give more than you get and just try to leave your mark on this world. And that is very much inspired by Charles Bradley's passing. So I'm just having good um, feelings of gratitude and uh, uh, feeling a, a lot of heart in my life. So I just wanted to thank you guys for being there for me. And um, thank you for staying, staying with me on this uh, chapter and verse. It's been, I mean, I've, I think I've shed tears on a few of these stories. And, that, you know, I don't cry too easy. So it's, pretty, it's uh, been therapeutic for me. And again, thank you for all your support. And I think that's about it, guys. You've been listening to Onward with William McCarthy, live from Brooklyn, New York. And keep in touch. More stories coming and more letters. Love you guys. Bye.